the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, The Rock Place, and Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. 27 minutes past the hour, and as we were talking with Teresa Walker a moment ago, SEC football schedule is crazy. We've got so much going on in the world of college, pro, high school sports. It's It's been crazy. Um, we might as well, I mean, we, we, we have to go through this full schedule here because Southeastern football conference, again, they're, they're testing tomorrow. So all of this could change. But as of now, we only have three games scheduled for this weekend yeah again as of now arkansas florida will play saturday south carolina old miss will play and vanderbilt kentucky will play as of now um definites for not playing alabama lsu uh, texas a&m ut mississippi state auburn and missouri georgia will not play because of COVID issues. Um, want to interrupt this SEC football segment for just a second, though, because we have visual confirmation. Huh. Speaking of the Southeastern Conference, Columbia Academy outfielder, first baseman, pitcher, Kavaris Tears, is of all. Officially. Officially signed his um, letter of intent with the University of Tennessee here within the last half hour during a um, signing ceremony over at CH. So um, congratulations to that young man. Um, Scheduled to sign later today, CA pitcher first baseman Journey Mitchell will sign with Carson Newman. So again, congrats to both of them. And um, Kavaris sporting his orange. So back to football. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, if we're going to mention that real quick, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's it for today anyway. Today. we got a lot of signings. Today is is the this, beginning of the Today is period. the first day of the NCAA um, fall signing period. So, um, you know, basketball, everything but football can sign today, I think. so. Crazy. It's crazy that we're that close. <sighs> I'm. I, I mean, I'm excited, but... Um, especially for baseball and softball, because it's you know since we didn't get it last year, yeah, we didn't get any of it last year, so I'm ready for that. Now, from what I understand, um, no matter like CBS can't pick up another game, so unfortunately, the Masters coverage will be all they have this this weekend. Um, that they pushed back. Because of football, I think it's up. Oh, they pushed no, they football, push football back, back to because the five of the o'clock. Masters. Yeah, that's it. And that being said, they won't get a game uh, this week because ESPN obviously doesn't have to give one up. 
So, and if they don't have to, they're not. They're going not going to. to. Yeah. Right. So, one of the games. I mean, the the game that I'm most excited about is Arkansas, Florida. I mean, I think that's going to be a, a a really interesting ball game. That game's at Gainesville, right? It's in Gainesville. So that's the return of Felipe Franks the to the return. swamp. Not to be confused with return of the Max. See, you missed another one. Or return of uh, the the return hashtag the return on Twitter is uh, UAB football. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, of course, okay. that was five years ago. But anyway, um. Only three games in the SEC kind of makes this weekend blah. It, it right? really does make it blah. I mean, even with you know whoever else is playing from whatever other conference, I mean, we we've just become so SEC centric, um, SEC egotistical, SEC snobs that you know a three game conference schedule really does kind of leave you a little. Ugh. I mean, and I don't see anything that's that just jumps out at me that I'm like, man, I got to make sure I watch that. It's you know, top twenty five stuff is Miami and Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech just lost to Liberties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is the bloom me. off of Justin Fuente. Yeah, see, and that that kind of surprises me because I thought Fuente was a really good hire. Uh, really, really thought the dude was a. a you, you really felt like he was going to be the next big thing coming out of Memphis. And there were a lot of other people who felt the same way about him. And he's not been anything special at Virginia Tech. And I don't. maybe it's Virginia Tech. But is it? I mean, it, obviously they weren't ever great. I mean, they went to – outside of Michael Vick era, they weren't great. But they were consistently good. Right. They weren't really great, but they were. So. They, but they, it, they they seem like they were better than they are right now, though. Yeah, they were. I mean, obviously, they're they're bad right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're very bad. Heck, Hugh Freeze went down there and, and, and I think someone said that they hoped you freeze took a look around Blacksburg to see where he was going to be living the next couple of years. Uh, you know what though? I, <laughs> I, I think Hugh freeze owes Liberty too great a, a debt to, to leave this quick. I mean, they took a chance on him when he was, he was damaged goods. And I think he even said as much in a sports illustrated article here in the last 10 days or so, I don't think you're going to see him move this year. No, Even no. if he has the opportunity to. Now, another redemption story that was in Sports Illustrated here over the last couple of weeks, Steve Sarkeesian could be in play somewhere for the next year. You know, he he was part of the uh, Nick Saban coaching rehab program. <laughs> he along with Lane Kiffin. and Seems to have worked for everybody but Butch Jones. Well, Butch hadn't got out yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because he, why should he? Tennessee's paying him to be an analyst at Alabama. Are they still paying yes. him? Yes. Oh, God. This is why Jeremy Pruitt can't be fired, because we're still paying Butch Jones. Well, and Jeremy Pruitt can't be fired because you just extended him a month ago. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. That was stupid. Uh, at the time, maybe not. At the time, they were 2-0 and and they had beaten who? No, they, they extended him before the 2-0. 
Did they extend it before the season? Yeah. Why? Great question. Because we beat Indiana in the Gator Bowl. Duh. Oh, okay. My bad. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of redemption stories and coaching. <laughs> or, or lack thereof. Well, he's going to need a redemption story. I don't Oof. think I don't think Greg Marshall, however, can uh, can can go to Nick Saban and ask for I, I don't. I don't think Greg Marshall qualifies for the Nick Saban rehab program. And I don't know that that rehab program exists in basketball. But uh, Greg Marshall's going to need one. He's definitely going to need one. I uh, apparently um he was no termination for alleged good cause will occur without first giving him a written notice of the good cause actions. Um apparently he verbally and physically abused players is that and has a long history of doing so both at wichita state and in previous stops gotcha yeah i think the um the athletic did um quite the expose on his previous and less or more recent coaching history um Apparently, seven players from the Wichita State 2015-2016 team have independently confirmed that Marshall hit one player and choked a former and, assistant. And yeah, so, yeah, I, I, it's odd to me how it takes this long for something like this to really come to light, but. Again, the the athletic I think was kind of first with the um, expose, and other folks have followed up on it and delved a little deeper into it. And his dismissal is pretty imminent, um, according to the Wichita Eagle. Greg Marshall and Wichita State are expected to part ways by the end of this week. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm seeing, you know. different different places saying you know could be as soon as today Mm -hmm. so greg marshall no longer going to be the coach at wichita state and you know we talk about when you think about coaches like this bobby knight comes to mind um but you know it's a different world this is not the early 80s and you know coaching is a lot different now also, winning when you're Bobby Knight was curing a lot of woes. Certainly. Uh, clearly, it cured some woes here. I, I find it hard to believe that nobody knew that this happened in 2015, although you know, two years removed from a Final Four, I, I feel like maybe they were like, well, we just kind of we got to go with it because he's our guy. I don't think it's even a, a case of nobody knew. I just think it's once it becomes public like this, the PR of it, the, the optics become such that people suddenly decide that they can't deal with it, but they're not going to be proactive about it. It's like if you know but nobody else knows, it's okay. But once everybody knows and they start looking at you a certain way, then, okay, this is doing more harm than good at this point. And I think that's kind of where it had gotten to with, with Greg Marshall. Yeah, I, you know – 
PR is such a important part of being able to recruit people to not just your athletic programs, but your school in general. And sure. nobody wants to be associated with something like that. Typically. I mean, when you're winning, it doesn't cure everything. That's just, but hey. But it cures a lot of things. I mean, one of, one of my, and I'll have to tweak this a little bit, but one of my um, thoughts as far as coaches and athletics is, you know, you can lose games and you can be a less than nice guy, but you can't do both. Exactly. And, you know, Greg uh, Marshall hasn't lost a lot of games, but he's clearly – you know, cross the threshold when it comes to being a less than nice guy with with the people who are most important to him, you know, his players and his staff. There you go. So, Speaking of PR and bad PR, the Texans mm. fired VP of Communications Amy Palkic, Palkich, uh, Palkich, telling her she was no longer, quote, a cultural fit, Adam Schefter says sources have told him. She was the first and only woman to have full PR responsibilities for an NFL team. Winner of the 2017 Roselle Award for Best PR Staff. And she's not a cultural fit for the Texans. Now, this is the same organization that, uh, and this is, I actually believe this because she's good at her job. So she so obviously she's not a doesn't cultural fit, fit <laughs> the cultural, the culture the here Texans. At, at the Texans because this is the same you know, team that traded away DeAndre Hopkins. So, <laughs> you know, that just, oh, man. I, I I don't even know what to say. The Texans are kind of wandering in the wilderness all of a sudden. And here. they're going to need somebody to uh, to fix that PR nightmare they just they just that, that they That they just created. Down. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, and you know who's not going to be there to fix it? Amy Palkich. Because she will be somewhere much better yeah. than where she was. Well, or even if she's not somewhere, she's still going to be better off than where she was, which happens often, actually. Okay, so, Sometimes a firing isn't necessarily a bad thing. I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I, you and I know that firsthand. But when – I mean, this is, this is like Washington – Redskins level bad. <laughs> when you're talking about a culture that you've built in the NFL. And I guess my question is in this particular situation you have to almost do something. I mean, you have to proactively do something bad, you would think, for someone to be motivated to fire you in the middle of a season. I mean, where you got duties going on that are important to the day-to-day operations of the franchise and you're going to fire your VP of communications in midseason. That's bizarre. I mean, if if there's a reason, okay. If there was something she did in what, Who put that release up? Nobody. It's 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 just per sources from Schefter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, good point. That It'll, being said, well, who will put that release out, I wonder, since she's the nobody, VP of communication. So they're just going to... And who cares because it's a communications VP, right? I mean, like, that's that's not something you would release. Um, 
We are, what? what's today? Today is the, Wednesday, the, the 11th. 11th. It's Veterans Day. Mm. Um, we are eight days away from our latest or most recent presidential election. <laughs> My guess is that the cultural difference was probably a political difference. And that's uh, firing a woman for something like that, mm. even in an at-will state, probably not going to be good when it uh, when it gets to mm. uh, other matters, legal or otherwise. Mm. Anyway, not a good look for the Texans. No. PR, if not a good look for Wichita State, not a good look for Greg Marshall, not a good look for... <laughs> The Houston Texans. Lots of bad looks today. It's about the optics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there you go. 17 minutes to the top of the hour. It is Wild and Wacky Wednesday, and that was as wild and wacky. Both of those stories were as wild and wacky as it gets. But we've got more for you on the other side of a break. We've, we're going to talk about a interesting divorce, <laughs> to say the least. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay with us.